short, short shirt, yo. Hands high, touch the sky, get him up. Get him up, 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 get him up. Hello, and thank you for downloading Channel Massive's Not-So-Massive Minicast for March 25th, 2009. I'm your host, Jason, the resident drunken idiot of Channel Massive. Today, I'll be talking about a wide variety of topics that include stupid questions, hot older women, World of Warcraft tourism, and more. Let's get to it! So let me ask you all a question. Have you ever asked somebody a question, a stupid question, and you knew that the second it came flying out of your mouth that it was a stupid question, and you were probably going to get punished for it? I wonder if that's how this guy felt. Why did you wait? Why did you wait days to come out and express that outrage? It right. seems like the action is coming out of New York and the Attorney General's office. It, it took you days to come public with Secretary Geithner and say, "Look, we're outraged." Why did it, it take so long? It, it, it took us a couple of days because I like to know what I'm talking about before I speak. Boom! Headshot. Oh man, that was just brutal. That press conference was, you know, it was going pretty smoothly, pretty true to form. They were just talking about the economy, which should be the, the biggest topic of the day, um, and things like Iraq and, and whatnot, and then that question pops up, and, ooh, just the way that he responded to him was brutal. Just locked him down with that icy cold stare of his and let it, let it rip. And you could see, you could kind of see the reporter just kind of get that flushed look on his face. Oh, man, that was priceless. I don't think I've ever seen anybody get pwned by a president like that. That was just, ooh, scary. Anyway, I don't know if you guys saw that, but, man, I just thought I'd share that with you because that was just one of those instances where, you know, you ask a stupid question, and sometimes you're going to get a brutal answer back. Hey, yo, Ice, man, I'm working on this term paper for college. What's the First Amendment? Freedom of speech. That's some motherfucking bullshit. You say the wrong thing, they'll lock your ass up quick. The SEC says profanity, no airplay. They can suck my dick while I take a shit all day. Think I give a fuck about some silly bitch named Boy, your PMRC. Here we go. War. Yo, chick, what's the matter? You ain't getting no dick. You bitching about rock and roll. That's such a shit. The ACLU has intervened after a middle school library in Ohio has removed the November 20... Uh, November tw- 2008 issue, sorry, of Nintendo Power Magazine. Uh, this issue features a gun-toting female character from Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars, which I believe is a Nintendo DS game. I don't know for sure. I think Noah can probably come in and correct me <laughs> if I'm wrong on that. Um, anyway, this was uh, taken out of circulation at the Roxborough Middle School Library at the direction of Principal Brian Shirosky. Um... Uh, ACLU of Ohio Executive Director Christine Link argued that the magazine should not have been banned from the library. Literature should not be removed from a school library simply because one person may find it inappropriate. Uh, The school board should immediately order that the magazine be reinstated. Uh, Apparently the Cleveland Heights University High School Board has, uh, has backed their principal's decision on this and there is legal action um, 
basically going to be coming its way, apparently, from the ACLU. I, I understand the whole freedom of speech issue in the First Amendment. Uh, it's Freedom of speech is important in this country, but there's also got to be some kind of fucking common sense here. And, and the ACLU kind of loses all credibility with me when they, when they say something like this. And this comes from Jeff Gamzo, um, who is their legal director. He says, the principal doesn't get to say, whatever I say goes. There's got to be some mechanism by which the decisions are made and a process of review. Or maybe tomorrow, it'll be Hamlet. That's an iffy play. And that statement right there, it's really melodramatic. I mean, come on, you you can't compare Hamlet to a gaming magazine, for one thing, and expect to, you know, <laughs> make any fucking sense. You know, that's just, it's two separate things, you know, people, and, and of course, that kind of statement just, it's caused to stir up emotion, which obviously it's done in me, it's, it's caused to stir up emotion, you know, oh my gosh, today Nintendo Power Magazine, tomorrow, the entire Shakespearean library, you know, give me a fucking break, you know, the thing is with the ACLU is that they claim to not be a far left organization, but they kind of are. You know, they're not any better than a lot of those far-right organizations are, so, in my mind at least, and I guess that's why I don't see eye-to-eye with either the far-right or the far-left on any issues, really. Anyway, this is just kind of ridiculous. I I don't know that, you know, there needs to be a freaking lawsuit brought up over a stupid gaming magazine. Um, I don't know. It just seems a little ridiculous to me. I want to talk about World of Warcraft tourism. Uh, this is inspired from Sin Kane of the Hardcore Casual blog. Uh, he has made many appearances on the Channel Massive podcast before. <laughs> Not in person, but uh, we do tend to read from his blogs quite a bit because he just he's got such a good take on a lot of things. Um uh, this comes from his latest offering called A Final Trip into the Mind of a World of Warcraft Tourist. Um, the tourist in question is uh, represented by Ixobel.com, uh, uh, who's another blogger. And Ixobel had just finished playing Darkfall and apparently didn't find the game to his liking and wrote a post about it, and this was uh, Sin Cain's uh, response. I'll just read a couple little bits from this, because uh, due to time constraints, but I will post links to both blogs when I post the podcast. Um, Ixobel goes on to say, uh, I won't suffer through a game that isn't fun. And at this point, World of Warcraft is still much more fun than Darkfall. This doesn't make me a World of Warcraft fanboy. It makes me a fun fanboy. I just don't care to punish myself in my leisure time, so sue me. 
And Sinkane responds, not only are you not a World of Warcraft fanboy or even a fun fanboy, you're just a World of Warcraft tourist. So again, please don't flood the servers the first month of launch and the forums the week after you rage quit. Just stay in Candyland, enjoy the rides, and move on to the next fad when it hits. The MMO genre thanks you. And that kind of sums it up right there. And World of Warcraft tourism is a real phenomenon. Trust me, I'm a part of it. I, I'm, I'm an admitted reformed uh, World of Warcraft tourist. Um, I, I did it back when uh, Lord of the Rings Online came out. I, I played that for about a month, and then I quit, and then I played Tabla Rasa for a while, and then I quit, went back to World of Warcraft, I think I even did like one of those things where I... No, oh, this is for City of Heroes. For City of Heroes, I started playing City of Heroes. When Warcraft was released, I went and I played World of Warcraft for a while. And then I got bored, and so I was like, oh, I'll go back and try City of Heroes again. And I played City of Heroes for, for another month or two, and I got bored. And I was like, oh, I'll go back and play World of Warcraft. And, uh, I mean, of course, now I'm not playing World of Warcraft again. But yeah, I'm I'm definitely I'm I'm definitely a culprit there uh, when it comes to WoW tourism. I totally admit it, um, and that and it's exactly what happens when a new brand shiny new MMO comes out, uh, promising all new features, and it sounds really good, and the hype machine gets going for it. Then you've got millions of World of Warcraft um, tourists who jump on that bandwagon for a while, and they start playing, and then they leave, and then that game is crushed after their 30 month. Uh, free subscription is uh, over with, and um, you know it's real. It's out there, and it's just brutal. and And I don't know that there's really a solution for it, uh, except for the WoW tourists to just stay with World of Warcraft, because there doesn't seem to be any other game right now that's going to uh, fit their their ideas of a of a fun MMO. Uh, anyway, this entire post is just classic. It's just an epic, epic blast at at, at this topic, and uh, I wanted to make a mention of it really quickly. Well, this last little bit here is strictly for the guys' ears only. If you're a if you're a woman, well, you know, just turn this off because you're probably not really interested in this. Uh, but I was watching the Today Show earlier today. Now, don't ask me why. I think my wife had it on. Oh, okay, I admit I watched the Today Show. Fuck off. Fuck off. I like the Today Show every once in a while. Anyway. Uh, they did a story on Valerie Bertinelli, who's 48 years old, and apparently she went on this quest to lose a bunch of weight so she could fit in a bikini again. And let me tell you guys, it was a quest that was well worth it. My God, she is milf-tastic. She's looking hot. She's going to be on the April 6th edition of People Magazine. Oh, my God, she looks good. Eddie Van Halen has to be just kicking himself in the ass repeatedly because, oh, he could still have that. And, and now she's gone. So, anyway, I just thought I'd share that with you guys. I appreciate you listening. We'll see you possibly tomorrow. Maybe on, maybe not till Friday. It kind of just depends on, uh, on my time. Uh, thanks for downloading the podcast, and we'll talk to you later.
Ooh, baby. <laughs> Come to Butthead. <laughs>